Hey there, I'm Beth. Hey, and I'm Carolyn. If you didn't know already, we're both huge Outlander fans. Yes, we are. Plus, we're both from North, North Carolina. Carolina. We'll be discussing all things Outlander, you know, like the books and the show, plus talking a little bit about the history of our state as it relates to Diana's wonderful story. We really do hope you enjoy listening and participating in our obsessive conversations. As we say in North Carolina, we're fixing to have a lot of fun <laughs> laughing together. <laughs> right, Beth? That's exactly right, Carolyn. Thank you all so much for spending your time with us this week. Yes. Now let's buzz on over to our weekly podcast. Excerpts, quotes, and characters discussed from the Outlander series of books are the genius of, owned, and copyrighted by Diana Gobbledome. All quotes, characters, and storyline discussed from the Outlander series on stars are the property of stars and Sony. Therefore, it is not the intent of this podcast to infringe upon the genius, copyright, or ownership of Diana, stars, or Sony. All opinions, thoughts, Mindless ramblings and the like expressed on the podcast are very much our own, which should probably scare you, but we hope you'll hang around anyway. Hi everyone, Beth and Carolyn here. Just want to welcome you guys to our Outlander Buzz next episode. We're excited to talk about the show today. Yes, we are. Um, the episode name was Better to Marry Than Burn. Mm. And this was a whole section in the book, I realized, when I went back after the episode and started reading. Um, and you know how Di Diana breaks things up into sections, and this Better to Marry Than Burn was a whole section in the book. Yeah. So um, um, it was really... the. I will say that um, I like the book version of this much better than the show version. Mm. After I went back and read and I remembered and it was, there were some scenes that I was really looking forward to for this particular thing that didn't happen. So, yeah. um, okay. Was yeah. It, was it wasn't my favorite episode of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't uh, take the time to go back and read the book to re-familiarize myself with that. So um, just looking at it from the show's perspective is where I'll be coming in, I guess, from, but okay. you know, you're right. Whenever you go back to the book and you see all the detail, you know, Diana right. has, and right. um, it's just, it just makes a huge difference. It does. And, it's, yeah. and you know, when I was rereading, I was like, oh, I wish they had put this in, oh, you know, yeah. but we'll get into that a little okay. bit more okay. as we go along here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, but it's really good to have everybody listening oh, yeah. today. Definitely. And, you know, I started your podcast on the history section. Haven't finished it yet, but it's yes. really good. Yeah, I thought really enjoying that. Jeremiah oh, yeah. did a great job with sharing, you know, so much about the regulators and who they are and what caused them to do what they did. Right. And, um, so next week when I interview him uh, or we interview him, um, he will be sharing specifically more about the battle itself. So yeah. that's going to be really good. Cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get going on today's, um, this episode. Uh, okay. Let's start off with 
what would you say would be your best overall award? Oh, my best overall award. Um, I think the beauty of the wedding, you know, the, the, the wedding venue, you know, River Run um, and the, the gazebo there with, and the, the, the dancing and the music and the clothing, it all just kind of reminded me of um, the episodes in France when Jamie and Claire were in France and yeah. at King Louis court and that kind of thing. And I think overall, that was the thing that I liked the most was just the grandeur of that whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. and how, how beautiful it was. Oh, I I know. Mean, the, the, the costuming was wonderful. I know. I yeah. know. Well, the new, yeah. The men's jackets, you know, yes. oh my gosh, the embroidery and all that. It was just, I know the costumes were gorgeous and the, the ladies jewelry, the necklaces oh. and chokers mm-hmm. they had on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. And it's funny because right. I kind of have the same thing. Oh no. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> uh, you know, just the scenery between the house and the costumes and even with the fields and the smoke and what they did with the locusts swarming overhead, you know, they yeah. did a great job just with all the scenery um, and everything in this episode, I think. Right. And so like, we have to give, yeah, John Gary Steele did a great job. He's the set uh, designer. So he did a really good job with both of of those going and switching back from place to place and that whole the whole right, thing. Right. And like you said, just the attention to detail, because even I noticed when they were outside at the plantation, um, you know, the columns even had mm. like um, mm. etching, you know, mm-hmm. type uh, decoration. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just it was just gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, did they really have anything yeah. that fine in 18th century North Carolina? And they may have. Right. Because these wealthy landowners may would have had something that extravagant right yeah but it was beautiful it was (laughs) it was so that part it was really fun watching yes yeah yeah um uh how about funniest moment well uh, this is kind of (laughs) weird but (laughs) but any scene with philip wiley in it oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) i mean He's creepy in a funny kind of way, Ugh. or maybe he's funny in a creepy kind of way. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But, um, uh, I mean, he really brings that character that Diana created to life. Definitely. I mean, in a way, way beyond what I ever, you know, I always, in the book, he was just creepy. Uh-huh. But when you see him in the show. I know. It's like, oh, my gosh. I know. And, you know, but, and he was just so, you know, such a, a dandy. Yeah. You know, with his powdered face yeah. and his little, that little mark, you know. Right. That had. Right. Um, that came off on Claire's neck. Ugh. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the funniest thing with him in it was when Claire pushed him into the manure pile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. I, I like that. <laughs> Well, it, you know, we'll see if we do this the whole episode, but <laughs> I've got Philip Wiley too, but I've got him when he's coming in on the boat and making his appearance oh. and he's standing there like a peacock, you know, perched know. on the end of, look at me, everybody. I'm coming in. Here I am. The man I'm is here. here. <laughs> the party can begin now. <laughs> yeah. So like you said, funny in a disgusting 
kind of way, kind of, you know, just his character. He did good with bringing that character to life. Yes. He yeah. Did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how about what surprised you the most? Um, when Claire slapped Jamie. Mm. That I mean, I could see it coming in a way. But when she slapped, I mean, when I could see that she was going to retaliate some way, but when she slapped him, yeah, you know, I don't know that she ever did that in the book short of when she tried to kill him during the reckoning scene, you know, yeah, uh, or when you know, he spanked her, I think she was yeah, trying that's to hit right. him. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to hit him then, but um, I'm not sure she ever in the books ever slapped him. Yeah. So, um you know, that was a little bit jarring mm-hmm. and, and kind of surprising for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had put my most surprising moment, I guess, was Murta showing up the night before the wedding. Oh, okay. Because, you know, that didn't happen, yes. obviously. That's right. Um, right. But that was a surprise to me because I didn't expect that. Right. Um, you know, because he left her and I've got a cause and I hope you're happy in your new life. And then he shows up bearing gifts and pouring out his heart and that was uh, that was my surprise moment right a good yeah, and that was a good one yeah it was a yeah it was a good you know it was a good surprise it, it was, was. like a little bit too late bud you know I know <laughs> I know I know which is kind of what she said really but yeah yeah that's right yeah that's right oh. he should have <laughs> he should have jumped at the chance when he had it yeah and I know I, I know <laughs> Well, so let's leave that into the best moment. What would you say okay. that was for you? The best moment. Well, let's see. I think I had, um, there were, I'm afraid to say too, I had, I'm just going to say the first one that, that I have. Um, and because you may have the second one that I put down as my favorite, as my best moment. But when Roger finally gains the trust and the respect of the men of Fraser's Ridge, to me that was so good because he had been feeling so bad about himself for so long you know Jamie had been giving him a hard time and the men there didn't have any faith in him you know when they came to him in the beginning and um they you know they were asking him what do we do what are you going to do to you know what you know asking him for guidance and he didn't have any right and um, then when he came up with the idea of the smoke and all of that, and he saved the crops, and then the men came to him and told him, you know, thank you, you know. And it, I think that was just, I think he finally felt like maybe he had earned something that he'd been wanting to get for a long time, and that was trust and, and respect from from the people at the Ridge. Right. Yeah, that was very good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And Bree kind of saying, you know, something about, you know, die might make you a major when he comes back. Yeah, and he's I, like, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was that was really good. Um, I like that for Roger, too. And it makes you so happy for him. I know. And Bree. I, I know. And hopefully, you know, when Jamie gets back and he sees what roger has done to save the crops yeah. you know he will he you know he will begin to have a little bit more respect for roger too that's you right know? that's right yeah <laughs> yeah that that was really good um i i do like 
the scene with with Murtaugh and Jocasta. Now, yes. I read the books calling her Jocasta the whole I time. I did too, and I still do. <laughs> I know. To me, it sounds better than Jocasta, but they're it's, saying, it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we went to Latta Plantation last year, you and I, and some of the admins from the Outlander North Carolina clan group uh, went, and I had always called, called it Latta, uh-huh. Latta Plantation, but it's really pronounced Latta mm-hmm. plantation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's kind of that thing that we have going on with the A there. You don't really know right. what to do with it. Right. <laughs> Is it a long A or short A? Or... <laughs> I know. I know. I really thought that was a good scene, though, between them two and just so much feeling, mm-hmm. um, pain, mm-hmm. what could have been mm-hmm. what should have been what mm-hmm. can't be um mm-hmm. it, it was just really really good it was it was and it was so good to see Murta play that that a role you know that particular scene there was so much emotion in that for him yeah and um you haven't seen that a whole lot no. not not uh you know, towards, towards a woman. Right. Right. So, I mean, to really express his love for her. That's right. You know? Yeah. And be begging her to, you know, please wait. Yeah. And Um, so this would be the first woman really he's loved like that since Ellen. That's right. Jamie's mom. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And just bringing the gift. Um, I know. So he lost both of the McKenzie women. Right. You know? Yeah. So, Kind of sad. I know. I know. But we knew that this couldn't last anyway, right? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also did like, you know, the the scene in the barn, um, you know, after the little connection there. Um <laughs> When they're the little just, connection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I know what scene you're talking about. <laughs> um, you know, when they're talking and he and Jamie puts the rings back on her fingers and yeah, that was Yeah. Promises that, was, that they will not leave her hands again and that was good too. That was very good. I, yeah. I like that a lot. And you know, it's really strange. I, I I'm beginning to worry about my memory, but I had forgotten that 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 actually took place in the books where she took both of those rings off and gave to, gave to him. I had forgotten that completely. Mm. But um, so when rereading that, but yeah, that, but that scene afterwards was, was really sweet with him putting the, yeah, the rings back on. Yeah. And the way they looked at each other. I know. That was a special moment between them two. I know. I know. And he really, he really does get the ring thing. I mean, he gets it. Yeah. You know, Claire wanting to continue to wear Frank's ring. Right. You know. Right. So. Right. And even Wiley, he said, you know, I don't, I didn't jot that down exactly what he said, but pretty much, well, you know, he's an admirable man if he's letting you continue to wear a ring from another man. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, we all know Jamie is very exceptional, though. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So. (laughs) That's right. That's right. He's like no other man on earth. I know. So. I know. <laughs> um, so how about your best line? 
Um, this is from Roger. Uh, he said, he's talking to Bree. And he, he said, you know, when your father left me in charge, I thought I'd have to mend a fence, wrangle the odd runaway cow, but no, I get a biblical <laughs> plague. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so that's kind of best line and best funny line. You know. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, it's, it's hilarious. I did put two, but that was one. <laughs> But when Murtaugh is talking to Jocasta and said, I told you once I wanted a woman who could hear in a man's voice that he meant all the right things, even if he didn't have all the right words to say. Oh, Uh, and the way he said that, when he said, the way he said here, yes, you know, it was like he was just pouring all of his emotion out to her. Yes. I know. So good. I know. It was so good. I didn't good. know Murta had it had it in him. I know. <laughs> they really <laughs> let him shine. They did. During this episode. They did. They yeah. really did. And did you notice that we had two different scenes from um the uh when the show's coming on? We had two two different scenes in this episode. Um for the opening credits from when the show's coming on. You know, we've seen this, this, the gemstone with Roger yes. holding that yeah. and Claire yeah. at the window. And well, this yeah. one had Murtaugh and Jocasta's hands on his crest. Yes. That's, I did notice yeah. that, but it didn't. So that hasn't been in there before? That's in the opening, you know, when the, when the show. Right, right, yeah. right. No, I think that's the first time we've seen that because I was like, wonder whose hands they are. Okay. Because I noticed the fingernails were kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then when um brie and roger are standing at the fields and looking at them together and hold hands yes so that's yeah. another one that's on so we're getting yeah, that's right close we're getting closer that's right we yeah. are yeah we are. yeah um so out of this um episode right who would you award the best actor to well um i had a couple um, I, I'm going to give it to, <laughs> um, whoever, who played Philip Wiley, the, ah. um, um, what's his name? I, I don't even know. I didn't even look it up. I'm I sorry. That's terrible. I didn't either. But, um, you know, as an actor to be able to play somebody that foppish and, and, and just, <laughs> He reminded me of like the Joker or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I kind of, he was one of my choices. So I think I'll go with him because um, he just really did bring, I mean, there were a lot of, you know, there, you're probably going to mention another one that I would have named, but I'm just thinking that he did, such a great job. At he did being a, a creepy, yeah, crawly, yeah, character. He did. He did. Yeah, yeah he did that very well. <laughs> he did. <laughs> we all wanted to push him down. And yes, manure. we did. <laughs> <laughs> and even just the way, like he's looking at Claire. He even licked his lips one oh, time. Like, it's like, oh, 
I know. Terrible. Yeah. Oh. Like just disgusting. I know. I wanted Ch- Claire to pick up the chair that she had put between them and just kind of smash it up against him, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And his true colors came out when he's talking to Jamie about, um, you know, Jamie's like, I'll get the horse and you get your pride. And he's laughing like, I don't care about my pride. I know. You know, yeah, they already you know, know. they already know uh, what a rake I am or whatever, exactly. you know. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, he did do very good. Um so probably I, I'll have, to, I'll have yeah. to look up the name, his name I because I I don't know what it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I haven't looked these up, so I'm going with I I usually just show, say the show names anyway, but probably along the same lines that you're thinking as I thought that Jocasta really she was just shining on this episode um just from the beginning with her husband and daughter and being torn away from her daughter and taking that ribbon out of her hair and just wailing as they rode away having to leave her there um you know to accepting the fact that this is life and she needs to move on and she's got this man who's going to marry her. So it's the practical, smart thing to do. And then to Murtaugh coming and expressing his love for her and just her, you know, she's like, why are you here? You know? And when he said it, you know, her breath, breath caught and she's kind of like, I love this, but I can't have this. Right. You know, I'm so glad you came back and this means the world to me and I love you too. But we can't do this. And I gave my heart once to a man who had a cause and I said, I would never do it again. Right. You know? So she's, she's forsaking what she knows she can't have. Mm-hmm. And this love mm-hmm. for what's practical and smart and makes sense. Right. Yes. Yeah, she was my, th- my other best actress, be- best actor, act- actress pick. Yeah. Um, she did a great job in, in this episode. Yeah. Um, she, she really did from, like you said, from that very first scene where she loses her daughter, you know, and, and just the torment, the wail that, you know, that came out of her when right. they rode away. Yeah. And then during the scene with, um, you know, I'm thinking to my, well, I, I hope I, well, that's just stupid. That was, I was getting ready to say something really stupid, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Oh, why not? That was a stupid <laughs> airheaded moment. <laughs> the signing of the will thing. Yeah. Not the will, but the deed. Yeah. Um, giving, uh, you know, everything that every episode, every, every scene that she was in, and especially the one with Myrta, yeah. um, where she just really laid her heart out to him there. Yeah. And told him, you know, she loves him, but she can't have it. You know, like you said, she's yeah. got to to do the smart thing, the, the, you know, the realistic thing. Right. And she's not willing to sacrifice again for a man who's going to throw it all away. Right. Or cause that doesn't mean to her, doesn't mean anything. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. And even her scenes with Ulysses also, you know, yeah. when she's like, I can feel the way uh-huh. you're looking at him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. you know, if we had a most chilling line, uh-huh when the little attorney guy I, I didn't even look at forbes. his name yes. Gerald forbes yeah when he says your son is now the proud owner of river run yeah 
Oh, that just made me sick. I know. Uh, that was, uh, in fact, um, I think I had put that at, at, at somewhere in my notes that, you know, um, at, it was one of my most surprising. Ah. Uh. Um, that, how you know, Gerald Forbes saying that. And then, okay, how did he know? How did he know Bonnet to know that Bonnet was Jimmy's father? So that kind of confused me right there. You know, right. how did Gerald Forbes know that Jimmy is Bonnet's son? Well, we might need some help from our listeners here. That's right. Okay, but I was thinking that earlier in another episode, they were talking together and Bonnet mentioned it to him that he may be his son I don't know I, I could have dreamed that but I yeah. don't know I know I don't I don't think um Forbes was there at that cat fight remember in the in the right. tavern in Wilmington yeah, he when, was when, there. When, was he there? Yeah, he was. He was at the fight. He was. Yes, Forbes was there. Yes. So maybe that's the connection there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and you yeah. know, Bonnet did make the statement at the end of that episode about he was, he was a father now. He did, but he was outside by himself. When yeah, he said I know. That. Was so, he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he could have said something inside though that we weren't privy to. Well, 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 no, that we're not remembering. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Because as so, I said, my memory. Yeah. I know, mine too. So if anybody out there does remember that, that would be great for you to, you know, yeah. comment and, and yeah. remind us of what we're forgetting. But right. that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? Right. Where did that yeah. come from? Yeah. Because I was really surprised to see Forbes sitting there at the table with Bonnet because I was like. Uh, and then for him to say, to tell him that. Yes. And how did he find that out? You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Was there anything else that you maybe wrote in your notes? I mean, I was kind of looking over mine to see if I had anything else that I just kind of um, wanted to mention. Well, I, I just want, I, I kind of wanted to just, I, and I mentioned this at the beginning of the, of the podcast, the thing I think I wished I would have seen more of in this episode was, or the thing that I didn't like in this episode was the kind of the lack of emotion between Jamie and Claire throughout. Yeah. Um, um, even this bar, the stable scene. I mean, there, when, when, I, when I went back and read the book, I mean, they could have made, you know, where, um, Jamie and Claire are fighting about the, the rings. They could have made that an in your face kind of thing. There were that whole day in the book was packed with so much emotion between Jamie and Claire, both rage and passion. And he, Jamie was kind of stalking Claire because he, you know, he was wanting to get with her, you know, because, you know, when Claire has something to drink, she, she's <laughs> a little more amorous than usual. So, <laughs> but you know it was it wasn't it was more I guess I was hoping that this episode was going to have more of what was in the book because there were some really intriguing things in the book about the feet 
if you remember the thing yes. about the feet, yes. that was it that didn't come out. Um, there were, you know, it, it, there yeah. was just there was just a lot. The, the, that section of the book was a lot more about Jamie and Claire. Yeah, and this episode was really more about Myrta and Jacasta, who True. wouldn't wouldn't have. That's- wasn't in the books at all. Yeah. So I guess yeah. in a way I was a little bit disappointed in the episode um, just from that standpoint. That's true. That's true. Because the first time I watched it, the scene with Jamie and Claire in the barn. Yeah. Um, where it, 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 instead of passion. Yeah. It was just it like. It was like they're just kind of like playing around. In fact, it almost looked like they were going to bust out laughing at one point. I know. You know it wasn't passionate no it wasn't the love passion that you see between jamie and claire i mean yeah he throws her up against the wall sometimes but it's always in the midst of you know yeah i I don't know i just didn't feel it in this me either me either yeah one one thing i did make note of that i thought was kind of ironic but you know i said when philip wiley came in on that boat and he looked like a peacock well <laughs> when jamie walked into the barn after winning the, uh, the the horse and the rings back he looked like a peacock studying <laughs> <in. laughs> now i will say did that i did like that look on jamie oh yeah yeah <laughs> and i especially like the look after claire slapped him and some of that hair kind Me of fell too. out of place Me and too. i was like lord <laughs> Let's just let it down. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yeah. It was kind was of like, that, oh. wi- that wild look, you yeah, know? Yeah. So she should have immediately become more passionate right then. <laughs> right then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it is missing that. I understand what they're having to do, I guess, at this point with Murtaugh, they you are. know. They um, are. But like you said, it took away from Jamie and Claire. That's right. And so much that could have happened yes. in this episode between them. I right. think we were, you know, something that the fans have been kind of wanting to see right. was some stuff that would have could have occurred in this episode that right. really didn't. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's true. Um, but... Yeah, so, um, okay, going back to the book. Do you have a book quote for today? Oh, I do, and it comes from The Fiery Cross. Uh-huh. And I thought it kind of um, fits in really well with what we're going through in the world right now mm. with the virus. And this is from Jamie, and it is the prayer. It's a prayer that he makes. And he says, may God make safe to me each step. step. May God make open to me each pass. May God make clear to me each road. And may he take me in the clasp of his own two hands. Mm. Yeah, so very I that fitting. Was very appropriate for now. Yeah, very fitting. Yeah, I like that a lot. Well, mine's just more random, so I should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> Yours would have been much better to end with. <laughs> Um, but mine's Jane, um, Claire talking about, um, Jamie, um, at one point in the fiery cross. Mm -hmm. Um, and she says, um, I understood very well just then why it is that men measure time. They wish to fix a moment in the vain hope that doing so will keep it from departing. Mm 
And I saw that one too. And I thought it was yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It, it, it's a lot said in that one. Quote. Yeah. And you know, from reading the books that Jamie, and I don't remember the exact terminology because it's been a long time, but Jamie <laughs> does um, have a gift, I guess, of kind of memorizing moments uh-huh. and freezing them he so does. that he can pull them back out later. Yeah, he does. He yeah. does. He yeah. really does. So that reminded me of mm-hmm. that. Mm. It's very good. <gasps> yes. Um, well, okay. So because gemstones are the currency of travel through the stones, protection for life of a traveler. Let's talk about our gemstones. Maybe I should go first. Okay. <laughs> Since yours have been a little more thought provoking. (laughs) Um, And we've really kind of already talked about mine. It's a gemstone that's sort of like out in the open. So it's not really like anything private, but I just really tried to focus on the set of River Run. And um, although it's not real and looked it up and you probably know a little bit more about this than I do. And I'll probably butcher this, but there's, I guess, a Abercairney estate um, outside of Edinburgh where they did a lot of filming for this, but the plantation itself was like created a set to mimic, you know, what they would have looked like. But every scene, you know, with Jocasta being in her room when, when Murtaugh came in and when uh, Claire and Wiley are at the buffet table and the staircase and the wooden detail of the walls and, um, when Jamie and Wiley are, um, you know, talking about, you know, um, betting the, the horse and the rings and just the scenery in there, the tables, the bookshelf. I mean, just to me, and like you said, outside where the wedding was to take place, the candles burning in the house. I mean, to me, that was just like a gemstone to see all the beautiful effects they had, the detail they put into this place. Right. Right. And, you know, a lot of, I, and I said this earlier, did they really even have places like that in right. the 18th century? But I think they really did. I mean, yeah. if, if you look at, um, you know, some of these castles over, and of course, I know this is a plantation house, but we think of living in the 18th century that everybody lived in a shed. Well, they didn't, you know, right. and um, these wealthy landowners, they were able to really have nice, fine things, just like the the palaces and the castles over in, in, in England and Scotland, you know, you know, wood and all the tapestries and marble and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, but it was really very beautiful in this episode. It was, it was. So that's kind of what I was focusing on. Um, Yeah. How about you? Well, I, this is from Roger. Maybe I should have given him the best actor because I've, I've, (laughs) talked a lot about Roger today. He was good. He was. And and let me just say, uh-huh. he looked pretty daggone good too walking in that field. He did. He did. <laughs> His, I, I really like Roger's long hair. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, he really did. He looked kind of wild too. So I'm, I'm thinking that uh, really that I was supposed to have been born back in the day when 
you know, yeah. men, you know, they wore those kind of clothes and they look real rugged. I mean, I'm not saying men don't look rugged now, but you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That rugged wilderness backcountry kind of look. I you know. know. Well, and I'll say probably uh, for any men that we have listening, I'm sure that um, you would love to see those fine gowns um, sort of. <laughs> The bodices, absolutely, <laughs> they were gorgeous. I mean, women they don't look like that now. No, I mean, you know, they <laughs> were just gorgeous with oh. the chokers and the hair up and the little hair curling down. Oh, no. And you know, I mean, they were gorgeous. I know they were. Yeah, but anyway, my my gemstone came from Roger. It was a, it was a line, uh, a couple of lines that he said that made me think, and he said, "So many stories are based on fact." think on the great writers so much truth in fiction and I thought he's talking about Diana right yeah. now yeah because you know so so much of Outlander the Outlander books are based on fact and there's so much truth in the fiction that she writes and I thought well that's just a great you know um is that a shout out to her there oh, you know yeah, yeah. Um, but I just thought that was a really great line. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't catch it on the first go around, but when uh-huh. I was watching it the second time, I was like, I want, yeah. you know, just made me think. Right. Right. Because oh, definitely. Yeah. That's very good. Hey, I wonder if, um, and I don't want to do any spoilers or anything, but you know, Diana had a little cameo previously i wonder if she's coming back i haven't heard that she is that would be cool she is writing uh, true she did write the i think it's the next to the last episode of this season uh-huh. that she, ooh, so ooh. i'm excited about that i know i know <laughs> I guess she's been too busy working on trees to um be doing any acting yeah. or cameo appearances yeah and, and that she, and yeah and we want her to be busy. That's what I was going to say. Yes, we do. <laughs> we want her to be a busy bee. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, this has been fun, Ben. It has been fun. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. I hope our listeners have enjoyed it. It seems like my mouth wasn't working right. And I'm thinking maybe the reason my mouth wasn't working with my brain today was because I didn't have any uh, alcoholic or adult beverage to sip on because it is the morning when we're doing this. And yeah, you know, me too. I, I do kind of have a um, five o'clock kind of, you know, <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Um, but um, yeah, so, I'm sipping water with lime juice in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretending. That's right. That's right. And so we would ask, um, you know, for everybody to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you turn in. That's now, Beth, right. are we on iTunes? We are now? on iTunes. Yay! Yeah. Hey, so, hey. yeah. So, once we get it published on Anchor, it takes about two or three hours before it to show up on iTunes. Right. But we are there. Yay! So excited. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and excited to hear more of you and Jeremiah next week. Yes. Um, excited and, about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, can't wait to hear more. And we're going to solicit some more questions from people that um because he used he actually answered some uh group members questions right um, in that podcast so yeah and there were some really good questions submitted so. oh yeah there were there were yeah and so we'll have more for next week cool so. cool well thank <laughs> okay. you everybody 
Yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. We enjoyed being here and hope you've enjoyed listening. And stay safe. That's right. Stay well, stay home, stay safe. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye. Bye. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode of Outlander Buzz and are as excited as we are as we continue through the stones together. Please join us again next Friday for our next episode. Until then, remember, for where all love is, the speaking is unnecessary. Thank you.